Hi everyone, welcome back to Millennial Asian Realtor. It has been a long time. I appreciate everyone who has checked up on me and uh, Millennial Asian Realtor as a project. Uh, I do want to apologize to those folks. I know that we've been uh, delayed for quite a long time and hopefully this podcast will kind of uh, give you guys a clue as to what I was dealing with in the back end here. Okay, let's dive right into it. Uh, about two and a half months ago in mid-March, we posted a couple of listings in LA and Orange County. Now, the LA one was fantastic. We were able to get through it uh, right before quarantine happened. So we were in the clear there, but the Orange County one, unfortunately, was released three days after California stay at home uh, I guess policy was implemented so everything was else you know up in the air as far as uh you know stability in in the process so that being said uh we were really hopeful from my last update we were able to get into contract after five days on market it was almost unbelievable as every other listing was sitting in the water um, especially in our little radius area now you know i was riding on a high thinking that we would uh, dodge a bullet there unfortunately about 11 days into contract uh you know halfway through escrow the listing i'm sorry the buyer's agent said that the listing would no longer be valued as it should be originally before corona uh, it was quite upsetting uh, they had already passed their seven days of inspections and signed off on that contingency so we were just hoping to be able to, to you know run it through that they have an understanding of uh, the condition of the home uh, you know we didn't hide anything we had full reports there was absolutely no excuse to back out after signing right so it was heartbreaking i don't want to get too into detail with it i already shared a little bit about it in the video they came back at us 11 days into escrow saying that they wanted a thirty thousand dollar discount purely based off of speculation of our economy and the real estate market itself. Um, now, maybe it's just a different tune that they sing down in SoCal, but I, it, it irks me because we're from the Bay and most of our decisions are heavily based off of data and reasoning. And so when someone comes into a negotiation with emotions and, 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 and really wild predictions, um, it really cuts me off right it irks me like crazy so unfortunately you know we had to go through that uh, there it was a process to exit out of escrow with them uh, we had an opportunity to take their earnest deposit mainly because you know the the lender was all for it the appraisal contingency uh, was still there and i don't think that you know there would be an excuse to uh to exit anymore after they remove their inspection uh, window contingency but yeah so uh, it, it took a process we were about to take their their earnest money deposit which was twenty thousand dollars and you know i had to talk to my to my client the seller and say like hey this could be a moment where uh you know we take advantage of the situation and we really pounce on someone uh, but fortunately my seller and myself we we felt like this would be a terrible karma like experience and we probably won't be able to find a really good buyer um, afterwards right so we're my, my seller's uh, from singapore uh, she's heavily like you know in the, the zen buddhist mindset and even though she was upset thank god she didn't take the twenty thousand. i think that would be a really bad move 
um, just, you know, as a moral thing. I don't, I don't really know, but yeah. So long story short, we had to put it back on the market and boy, was it bad. Um, we quickly realized that Orange County, the area, uh, had an interesting process out of about 11 offers we received throughout the process. Only one came from a commercial bank, um, like a Chase, Bank of America, Citibank. Most of them were private lenders or small mortgage lenders. And I'll go, I'll go in a little deeper into why that is a red flag. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's go ahead and see what else I can cover here. So I, ideally, we went back on the market. It took about two weeks to find a real buyer. Uh, a lot of offers were being sent in even prior to, to the buyers actually seeing the home, which is really interesting. I actually don't think that that's an appropriate process because it wastes a lot of people's times, but it happened. It happened quite often. And can you imagine uh, putting an offer of $600,000 uh, without proving your income, right? They didn't send any sort of uh, proof of funds. And then on top of that, writing a 45-day close. That's unfathomable. That's more than double what San Francisco standard of 21-day close is, right? But when you get into a smaller market and, you know, on top of that, a, 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 an epidemic hits, you're going to see really crap buyers thinking that they have a shot. And that's exactly what happened for about two and a half, three weeks. Thank God we were able to um, revert our marketing. So we, we weren't able to do um, open houses at all. Uh, you know, we weren't able to do personal showings, any sort of showing they had to fill out a PED form, uh, personal equipment. And like, I, I, I don't know, it was like a protection from both parties thing. So you had to fill that out, have the seller sign it, have the, the buyer sign it before you even enter the home. Um, so when all that was happening, we were getting really shit offers. Uh, everyone was local, you know, they wanted to buy local. And then we found one buyer from LA. And the the agent was a broker. He's been a 25-year broker, uh, but he's not experienced with the LA, um, the, the Orange County process. So he came in with an LA, you know, big city standard contract. Looked fantastic. Everything, you know, that dots, the I's were dotted, uh, the J's were dotted, whatever, right? And so we were really happy. Uh, we went into the contract and, you know, hoping that everything would run smoothly just as as assumed. Well, of course, a um, couple of bumps. Uh, very interesting. Uh, we were about to close 10 more days, right? And buying agent hits me up and says, hey, so we're going through the loan process and my buyer lost her green card. And so she can't get funded until she has a green card. Well, <laughs> you know, that kind of led to a, an evening of uh, uh, education of the American immigration process. And, you know, it, it, it was a rough one. And so we were preparing, you know, I was preparing the seller to um, put it back on market. Can you imagine after almost two months already and, you know, we, we're going to have to go back on market again and trying to explain why we're back on market for a second time. Right. Um, it was pretty rough. But, you know, I, I don't believe in God and, you know, in that level or particular God, but boy, I prayed, I prayed quite a bit for the last, you know, for the, for those, those remaining couple of days, um, before things, you know, went back on track. So long story short, praying, talking to myself saying like, Hey, you know, what, what can we do to, to balance out this karma level? <laughs> um, but yeah, so on the third day, boom, I get this miraculous call says, Hey, 
she just went to the post office of her old town that she moved away maybe four to five months ago. And she went to the post office, talked to the postmaster, and they found a letter. They had kept her green card letter in that post office in, I believe it was Bakersfield, for four months. So <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, I believe God was out there saying like, yo, man, don't give up. <laughs> but it was beautiful. We were able to do it. Um, you know, her, her loan was processed and approved within 24 hours of finding the green card. And as I'm talking to you today, I just received my commission check. I'm beyond happy, beyond ecstatic that the process uh, was as smooth as it can be. It was definitely a learning process, though. Alrighty, everyone. It seems like I wasted another good 10 minutes of your life successfully. So I appreciate everyone who's tuned in. I definitely want to leave this podcast off with my understanding of what the future of real estate may be like. I believe that California is going to be fine. Um, the market is not dipping as much as you know the predictions were. The amount of pre-approval, uh, you know, going out to clients has not been stopped. So that means that the, you know, the serious buyers, the ones who have been actually planning to purchase a home are now taking advantage of the ultra low interest rates. So that being said, you know, don't sit around and wait for, you know, houses to drop 20, 25%. I don't think that's happening in California. Um, But that being said, though, you know, anything can happen. I hope that everyone's staying safe out there and that everyone kind of gets an understanding of what real estate is going through. As a Californian, I'm extremely, extremely blessed to see that everyone is stable and that most of my clients are, uh, you know, still on the mode of purchasing a home here in California and not thinking of, um, you know, migrating into other states. That's going to be a trend that you're going to be seeing in California in the next year or so, purely based off of the available work and also the pay grade that's needed to stay in California. Okay, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. I'll try my best to kind of do another podcast once things um, get back to normal. But like I said, if you guys have any questions or if you're interested in even entering the market, let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Hanin Homes. uh, And yeah, reach out if you guys have any questions. Thank you so much for listening in. Take care.